Welcome to Warren Radio, with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings, everybody, and welcome to our show tonight. This is Warren Radio Advocacy, where we have gospel news up front tonight. We are going to be talking about missions and COVID or coronavirus. And uh, we've been, I've been updating the stories today uh, and all the news that's coming in from various sources. And we're going to give you a little picture of what's happening. And uh, it's, it's probably not going to be hard to guess what's happening out there. But at any rate, uh, today uh, you can send all correspondence inquiries uh, for any of our shows. Um, go to warren-usa.com or danaglennsmith.com and you can contact us uh, through those. That's the way everybody does it and that's the way we do it. We do not uh, have any chat. That's not what this show's about. So uh, at any rate, uh, Tower, are you there? Um, not yet. Okay. You just keep working on it. I'll finish this. Okay. So at any rate. Okay, okay I'm here. Where are you at? I'm just starting out. I did the in- intro. Did you give the scripture reading? No. Okay, I'll do that. Okay. Greetings, everyone. I hope you're all doing well and staying safe and healthy. It's good to be here with you. And the scripture reading for this week is found in Leviticus chapter 6, starting at verse 8, through chapter 8, verse 36. Jeremiah chapter 7, verses 21 through chapter 8, verse 3. Also, chapter 9, verses 22 through 23. And the New Testament portion is Hebrews chapter 8, verses 1 through 6. You can join us on Twitter at hashtag WatchmanIS216 or hashtag WarnRadio. You can follow us on USA.life or MeWe at hashtag WarnRadio. And look for us on LinkedIn by hashtag Watchmen. And the Warren Radio Network is also available through Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Deezer, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Podchaser. And you can also go to our website at warren-usa.com or danaglinsmith.com to listen to the shows and download them. Please take time to read the pertinent articles by the Watchmen. They are inspired and they apply to this day and age we're living in. This week we feature Perilous Times, Right Side of God and History. Times means survival can be at any cost. In America, 
the good times, free lifestyle, and no such thing as sin clouds the understanding of many. Our technologies, social sites, and our lifestyle itself, in many cases, are self-centered. American discontent, faith, and fragility. American discontent, fragility, or frailty is instability or weakness. Faith is trust, confidence, and belief. While fragility can confront your faith, Christians are to overcome this through Jesus, through Christ Jesus. Okay, now back to you, Dana. Well, we are here on a kind of a sloppy, rainy, snowy day, but uh, we definitely are in the spring, and uh Of course, up front, we are going to be talking about the coronavirus or COVID-19. And the big question here in our area, especially, is how long are we going to stay completely shut down? And uh, our flu epidemic that, that hits America every year, we have by far more deaths with the flu so far than you know, with the corona. They came out with new stats saying upwards of 200,000 could die. I think that's a little over the top. Nevertheless, you know, we'll just see how this works. But as we look uh, around the globe, and a lot of the stories are coming in, they come into the office, uh, and uh, one of the ones we've been uh you know, I interviewed uh, Ari of Moaz, Israel, years ago, um, and uh, his ministry is a solid Messianic uh, Christian-type uh, ministry in Israel. Uh, I think their main offices are in Tel Aviv. Uh, and he wrote, uh, you know, they wrote, send it out to all their people. They said Israel is almost on full lockdown now. You know, Tower, and I read earlier that uh, there were those in the Gaza Strip and uh, the Palestinians who were not going to help Israel at all because they see this yeah. as an oppor- yeah they see this as an opportunity to bring Israel down. Um, <clears throat> that so, is really uh, tragic when when Israel helps them out and employs them and other things. That's tragic that they can't help. So at any rate, I'm not really sure where they're all at in that regard, but I'm sure the enemies of Israel are having their own issues with this COVID, and uh, that includes in the Gaza Strip. Yeah. Um, so I think Israel would step up to help them, because that's the way well, they have been in the past. Well, they, you know, Israel has been good. Uh, about sending people, but the problem you have with Israel is there's countries that won't take help from Israel because they don't don't like them. Uh, and I remember them uh, their their hospitals and their doctors and their help is uh, some of the best on the planet. Um, right. And I've I've actually uh, seen some of their uh, stuff, uh, you know. And uh, when they were doing it and the news from what they do, Um, businesses and offices. So in Israel are closed down. And just like in many countries, only essential work is allowed. 
They have over one million Israelis applying for unemployment. Wow. But but the nation's overwhelmed. Now, see, this is the problem. This is why it's such a mess in Israel now. The government financial aid, including, you know, the unemployment, all of that is delayed until ever after Passover. Now, as you know, Passover is not just one day, but, you know, it it has, uh, you know, six days after that, the unleavened bread, and then you go into uh, yeah. the Feast of Weeks, and, you know, you wind up at uh, Pentecost. So during this so time of Passover, there's nothing going on. So there's, you know, currently, and this is why Israel, Moaz Israel got into it, there's thousands of Messianic families who have no money, and many of them are running out of food. So at a time when they should be having the Passover meal and stuff, there's no food, no money to buy food. And so uh, Maoz Israel Ministries is the ministry we're talking about, Maoz, M-A-O-Z, Israel Ministries. And their humanitarian arm is I Stand With Israel. So if you're a Christian believer and you believe in Israel, you know, you can head uh, on the online and uh, search for I Stand With Israel or uh, search out Maoz Israel and you'll find them. They've been there for a lot of years. And so while you're praying, you need to continue to pray for Israel. There's a lot of enemies in Israel. Now, uh, in another coronavirus update, um, and I was, uh, had been corresponding with, uh, one of the main, uh, office gals, secretaries, one of the ones that helps them. She, she's from Canada. And we're talking of the Mideast Bible. Uh, uh, and this is a ministry of the Assembly of Loving God Churches. This is in India. Uh, we don't give you personal names uh, and things like that because of the fact that the enemies of this ministry, which has a number of churches, um, is threatened so much. Uh, so they they do. And as I was told in one of my recent correspondence, and I knew this, uh, and it's not just them, but a lot of them, you got to be careful. Nobody gives out names in these ministries because these uh, their enemies openly uh, watch uh and find out who they are so they can look them up. Um, During the coronavirus, uh, you're going to find that there are uh, people that in other countries that hate uh, the Christians so much, they won't help them. We had one story that came in late. We're not going to cover it tonight, but to make it short, there was a young man. uh, He's, of course, he has family, and, you know, an entire family with kids, and they had left the house to go do some stuff. Meanwhile, a bunch of radical, uh, I think it was Muslims, went and started tearing down the house. They took everything out of it. Uh, when he came back trying to stop them, uh, they pulled weapons on him and told him not to come near. They'd kill him. Uh, And they said, uh, although this guy had bought this legal, everything was fine with the law, 
Uh, these people were able to totally destroy the house, steal everything out of it. The guy wow. has no house. He has no place to go. He has no re- He went to the cops. The cops have done nothing so far. And we find this uh, a lot of times in both yeah. uh, India and in Pakistan and other areas as well. This is the way it works for Christians Nigeria. overseas. Yeah, it's just terrible what they're doing to these people. So if you think you have it tough, you know, you need to think. Now, we have an April update. It's mainly about the coronavirus, but this comes from, we call him Pastor Peter. And the thing of it is, is that, uh, you know, he sent a scripture this time for it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell and by him to reconcile all things to himself by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. Colossians 1, 19 through 20. He says, we pray that the Lord himself wipe out this deadly virus from the earth and heal the nations by his healing touch, that all will know this Lord Jesus is the author of life and death. Um. And he had sent out a letter uh, to everyone some time ago. It was uh, earlier um, talking about the needs that was going on because um, of what was happening with the coronavirus. So we thanked everybody for their prayers and help. But, uh, you know, the problem you have is, is that you can send money, but the problem of it is, you buy a $40 kit, for instance, and what do you wind up with? You got to supply it again when the kit's gone. Um, now, he reports that the whole country of India is locked down for 21 days uh, since last week, and it's going to be uh, locked down until April 14th. And he says the situations are bad every day, every day. Uh, No one is allowed to leave their house except for police, health workers, and registered volunteers. Many of our pastors registered themselves as volunteers and are visiting our church members along with other poor people. They have already supplied 420 family kits, and they get rice, wheat, other food grains, clean clothes, soaps, masks, hand sanitizers, general medicines, and more. And God willing, we'd like to be able to provide kits for hundreds of more families. Of course, this takes money. And so um, one of the reasons I'm relating this to you is that uh, Bibles for the Mideast, that's Bibles, the number four, Mideast.com. And uh, this is where you can find to give. It's kind of hard to find their link to give, but it's there. Um, so at at any rate, I wanted to tell you about them because on this show, we like to tell you, especially at this time during the COVID and there's a lot of people to give to there's Samaritan's purse that is both in, um, central park with the hospital and also in Italy. Um, we have them, uh, heading out. They had two more tractor trailer things going out one to, uh, her, uh, tornado hit area we have another report from barnabas aid all of these 
folks are trying to deal with the worldwide situation. People today, uh, and it's not just in America, not just in some of the hardest hit countries, but believe me, around the world, and especially the poor people here uh, that in India have to work in order to get paid, but when it's locked down, they get no money, no place to eat. And most of them don't have refrigerators. They do not have any kind of refrigeration. Most of them have to buy stuff from day to day to get by. Uh, and so it's not like us. You've got freezers full. You've got refrigerators. You've got cupboards and, and everything. These people don't have much. And so a family kit costs 40 bucks and lasts a family one week. And the next two weeks are going to be even more critical. So um, they provide it to their members, and uh, this is where the whole thing is. And uh, he says, our pastor supplied these family kits because of your generous help. And, and he, again, he thanks everybody. But I wanted to let you know that's the Assembly of Loving God Church. Actually, it's BiblesForTheMideast.com. The word Bibles, plural, B-I-B-L-E-S, the number four, mideast.com. That's M-I-D-E-A-S-T dot com. And uh, you can check it out, and uh, whether you can give, it's up to you. I have no connection to this group or any of the groups. Uh, I don't get paid for anything. I get no remuneration, uh, nothing. We, we do this as a service for what we are. They're brethren in Christ. And uh, so there you go. These situations are dire. They they need help. And, you know, there's so many people around the world that are needing help today. It's just tragic. Well, it is. And Samaritan's Purse is only one thing and he's everywhere he can only do so much uh you know and uh, and there's others you know there there are other organizations that uh you know are working as well but uh reaching out to help yeah you know and I guess you could say that we've always um, thought that in these last days, it could get to the point where there's more need than there are people abil- uh, with the ability to help. Yeah. But BarnabasAid.org is doing something on, on a bigger scale because they're a little more solidified financially. They have more uh, contacts. They said as the COVID-19 pandemic sweeps across the world, country after country goes into lockdown. Now, see, that's what we're finding. And uh-huh. with all the contacts and the people that send us to us, they said Barnabas Aid is working to give urgent practical aid to poor, discriminated, and persecuted Christians whose lives are now afflicted afflicted by the virus. Now, see, this particular poor, discriminated against, and persecuted Christians in a lot of the areas that we cover and we deal, and we deal with a lot of them, this is the thing. They're poor. 
They're put down automatically because they're Christians. They're persecuted because of their Christians. They don't care if they starve. They don't care if they die. Uh, they don't care. But yet, if they well, have they a would good rather look, they did. They would rather they did die. And of course, let me put it this way: These are the kind of people who, the people that persecute them, they don't mind seeing seeing them die because they're they're unclean. But these people are hypocrites because, in the same thing, they will, uh, you know, kidnap their daughters and rape them and force them into marriage because they're good looking, yeah. and making them into this. And this is a big thing, and it's not just. Uh, um, you know, Christians, but there's a lot of other persecuted people groups that their daughters are taken, or if you have a good-looking wife, she'll be taken too. I mean, this is what these people do. And, uh, you know, we find this especially true among the Muslims, and these are not radical Muslims. This is standard Islam. And, uh, of course, the, the people in America don't want to believe that, but that's what it is. And, of course, Barnabas said lockdown is bad enough in Western company, uh, countries where governments are stepping in to cover salaries for those who cannot work. But it is catastrophic in poorer countries without such resources. And many of our brothers and sisters in other contexts are already at the bottom of the pile living on meager daily wages. Now, see, we've always talked about India having the... Uh, social scale where you have uh, the the, the unclean the caste system uh, at the bottom of the pole you know they can't move up generation after generation this is where they all work and now they have no wages they don't have anything so what Barnabas Aid did they used their network of more than 80 Christian organizations, agencies, and denominations. They represent thousands of churches and church leaders across the world to get information. Now, they created the Barnabas Coronavirus Emergency Network. Now, I went to their website. It is a massive, uh, uh, you know, one page. just full of information. So you can go to BarnabasAid.org slash coronavirus and uh you know there's a major appeal from barnabas aid to help christians caught up in the coronavirus and lockdown uh and uh i'm i'm telling you that as far as the colleges the schools anything christian any organization every kind uh, the list is really really long on this website so wow. you can find out more information. It is really a good website. And I, Barnabas is another one that, that uh, I personally recommend. We've done, uh, you know, like I said, when we support, um, do anything, we do it through organizations that we know that they're on the ground. Now, the Mideast Bible, I've contacted them and talked to uh, their contact in Canada. I get direct letters now from Pastor Peter. We get pictures. He sent us some of what he's doing. We've been back in uh, over two decades ago. We were working with Indian churches in India, uh, and we had Indian ministries, and that's the way we did it back then, and we were able to set up some kind of a verification. But uh, these people have people on the ground. And contact. So at any rate, this is just something to let you know, folks, 
you know, think about helping some of these out. And uh, you can give to whoever you want to give, but just, you know, while you're thinking of your family and trying to stay safe from coronavirus, folks, one thing the Lord, you know, spoke to me directly about, I mean, early in the morning on, and this was before Wuhan was really bad, and Tower can confirm this, I woke up and I told her that it was imperative for the church in Wuhan to stand up. The Lord made it clear that the Christians, it's imperative for them to stand up at this time. And just like there was a video that made the rounds on online, and this was in, I'm thinking, uh, uh, over in Georgia. I'm trying to think where it was. It was a big hospital. The doctors were in the inside praying and singing, and outside it was surrounded with Christians. Uh, the picture I saw was cars lined up all the way around the hospital. There were Christians on top. There were people on top of the hospital. They were all <laughs> singing and praising God. Praise you the can Lord. find, yeah, you can That's find exciting. that that particular story on CBN News. So go to the CBN News and you'll find it. It's very uplifting. Folks, I'm telling you as Christians, God has not given you a spirit of fear. I'm mm-hmm. telling you that we do not fear as other people fear. It's very important for you to get this. If you're full of fear, then you need to get closer to God because God has not given us a spirit of fear. We have been called for a time like this so that we can stand up. We're supposed to be praying for deliverance. We're supposed to be standing up against this thing. We're supposed to be issuing the testimony of Jesus Christ and his healing power. And we're supposed to look the eye of the devil and tell him to get gone, rebuke him. We need to be doing that you need and i'm sure you are if you're christians but understand we need to stand up in america and around the world and we need you to stand up and help some of these people out there's moaz israel there's barnabas aid uh there's samaritan's purse there's international christian concern there's open doors i mean there are lots of them yeah yes there is so at any rate, um, I agree with the, you. We need to stand up and be fearless. I always like what you say. I refuse to open up the door of tomorrow with fear, but I will open it up with faith. That's a good statement to remember and practice. Well, you know, I started saying that when the Lord, uh, uh, emblazoned it on my heart one morning and this has been years ago yeah, I woke up years. and all of a sudden uh, the Lord was just putting in my heart and you know and so I I started doing that and uh, no matter what your flesh folks is going to fear you know, the world is going to fear. Don't, you know, and as this thing wraps up and gets even worse, if it does, they're going to go blitz. They're going to be fearful. You as a Christian cannot be like them. You have been called out of this world. You Amen. have been crucified with Christ on that cross. I mean, your sins are up there. Your flesh is up there. You are a new creature in Christ. 
The old one is dead, and on that cross, it's hung there. The sins are there. God has created you to walk as a child of God and to look at this and bring the testimony of Christ to this unbelieving world. And many of them don't want to believe. But, you know, today I seen another story come across Tower, and it was a survey. It's on our private chat. You'll read it there. You can read it later. But it it talks about that now in the latest poll, more people that are unbelievers uh, are praying. I see that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is, this I can tell you. closer to God. That's the way it works, folks. When fear arises and people, oh, I don't believe in God, there comes a point they do. There's not, I can tell you, there's not an unbeliever, not an agnostic in hell. Because as soon as they, they find out and die, they understand that it's real. Now, see, there's no reason... No reason for you to die and go to hell at all because Christ made it to where you can be delivered. There's no reason. There's no reason at all. But the Lord tells us, and I've covered this. If you go to my websites, DanaGlennSmith.com, Warren-USA.com, man, these are biblical sites. We have studies. We have got all kinds of things that you can increase your faith so go to those websites share them with your friends but more importantly understand here that we have been delivered for such a time like this we have been anointed for a time like this we have been empowered for a time like this and I want to tell you, don't sit in your house and full of the mullet grubs dear God in heaven be fasting and praying and you know towers I've said before you know when when this thing happened and they said, well, you got to stay in your home. You can go out and go get groceries, do some things like that, have social distance. Well, I work online. I, I work here. My office is at the house. So I go out just long enough to see if there's daylight out. And uh, I've been doing this for over two decades. It's just one of those things. I do a lot of writing. I'm writing my books. I do ver- a lot of that stuff. And you do that pretty much alone. Tower and I both do this from our house. And uh, so, you know, a lot of times we're so busy with the ministry and contacting that, you, you know, I mean, not much changed. Okay, so, you know, yeah, we're staying in the house. Well, we're in the house anyway. Uh, <laughs> True. You know, on the weekend, we don't go anywhere. We don't want to. There's times in the summer we, we do try to get away to see some others. But uh, what I'm saying is, folks, is that this thing is going to pass. Okay? It's going to pass. This is not the end of the world. You may think it is, but it's not the end of the world. That's right. Not It'll that I'm afraid over. of the end of the world. Uh, you know, I, I have a new article that I haven't edited yet, and it'll be up either this week or the early next week. And the reason we don't get them up right away is because I have a lot of other stuff I'm publishing at the same time and working on finishing the book. So we, we got our hands full. But I'm telling you, folks, if you are a Christian and a believer, you know, you make it a thing today. You say, I'm not going to walk in fear, but I'm going to choose to walk in faith. Then get in the word of God. Then do some fasting. Do some praying and and be led of the spirit. You know, just give yourself to God and and just say, okay, Lord, and uh 
people and lay hands on them. You're not supposed to touch them. I'm telling you that God can heal from a distance. You can testify from six feet away. You know, Tower and I, you know, we were praying people for healing in the cookie aisles, the potato aisles in Walmart. And I I remember one woman who we prayed for there later came back and thanked us. Uh, And I'm because we knew her and uh, we were just praying right there. If you wanted, if you wanted to pray, it was the potato chips. It was right there and you just come on in and, and uh, I can tell you, you find a lot of weird things in Walmart these days, but I've yet to see anybody praying in the potato chip aisle. Most of the time they're trying to, <laughs> especially now, pack away bags so they can take it home. Believe me, if you want food that's going to keep you alive, potato chips is not it. Okay? That's right. That's, <laughs> that's one of the dumbest foods on earth, potato chips. You'd be better off making your own. So at any rate, this is a food show. So another front one we wanted to do, and um, we do have another COVID thing here. Oh, we don't have to do that one. That's because you have already done that one. Yeah, we've already done that one. So um, now we do have one I wanted to do is the Jerry Golden one. Uh, you know, um, this will give us, do you want to read that one? And, uh, um, <clears throat> yeah, I could, excuse me. You can go ahead and read it and I will do this other update I was going to do on, on, uh, legal marriage and then we can go to the Jerry Golden one. Okay. Um, are you, you're going to do that other one first? Yeah, I'm going to do the illegal, um, unless you want to do the illegal. Uh, no, no, child. go ahead. Okay, no, okay. I'll look this over. Okay. Well, folks, w- we talk a lot about the child marriage. Um, my burden, I I feel for the kids around the world. It breaks my heart. I can't even hardly talk about it it, without getting choked up. It is very heartbreaking. And uh, the Hassa Christian Foundation, now they're a monitoring group. There was a young girl by the name of Sajia Amos. She escaped from her kidnappers and returned to her family. Now, see, she was taken from her family. Now, we've given you a lot of news about young girls like this and uh, but the thing of it is is that they tried to get her back and many times now this has taken place in Nigeria a group of Muslim men in the Kaduna state I think that's Nigeria Um, at any rate They had taken her. And when they do this, and many times they will threaten the girl saying, if you don't 
marry me and do this will kill all your family. They threaten them. They make them sign statements. Uh, and, of course, this happens uh, in Pakistan. This happens in a lot of places. It also happens in Egypt. I mean, a lot of places we've reported this from. But uh, she's a 15-year-old girl and spent the next month in a small room with guards outside. She, they forced her to convert to Islam and taught to, to believe her captors' beliefs. Now, this is typical. This is the modus operandi. Meanwhile, courts usually work real slow. And so many times, these girls, they never see them again. Well, more and more, there's been more um, social media on this, more uh, information on this, and the people end up feeling pressure within the nation where this is going on, so the authorities are pressed to do something. Now, the young girl said that one day her guards fell asleep while outside her door. And what they also did, they left accidentally left the door unlocked, and she didn't know that until she realized it. So she escaped. She got out the door, opened the door quietly, walked through there. They were still asleep. And, of course, uh, this reminds me of the angel leading Peter out of prison. Right. When he, when he, so that's exciting. Yeah, when he was covered, you know, he had mission, uh, guards on all sides of him, and the, and the door was locked. And he had to go out, out all of that, then get out into the courtyard and have the gate unlocked. So, uh, you know, and, and Peter thought it was a dream until he got outside the gate, and the angel disappeared, and he realized that he was free. And when he went to the disciples, remember that? Uh, they answered the door and took a look at him. They thought it was a ghost. Uh, you know, he wasn't real. But see, she was able to get away. And, you know, there's not many that can get away. We're still missing a young woman who was reported dead and is alive. A C, not a CABB, but Aaliyah Sherabu. She's, she's still missing um, in Nigeria. And this is horrible. Now, see, um, after she was taken, her dad was forced to attend a Sharia court, and uh, and uh, he was trying to stop his young daughter of converting to Islam. Uh, and he tried to say that she was only 15 and not accountable to the Sharia because he's not a Muslim. But they didn't let him speak or see his daughter. And the judge then proclaimed that she was a Muslim. She wasn't present at the time of the meeting. The parents were not allowed to speak. And all this was done in order to protect the abductors and to enforce an illegal child marriage. Yeah, that just ticks me off. Now, she's home with her parents now, and they're going to have to watch her all the time now. But this one in Nigeria, a lot of girls end up disappearing like this. And uh, this particular agency said there's another 18 girls that were taken illegally. And so this is heartbreaking stuff overseas. And the thing that's irritating is that Buhari that is there hasn't done anything in Nigeria to solve any of these issues. He hasn't done anything to stop 
uh, Boko Haram there. He hasn't done anything to stop the Fulani tribesmen. He hasn't done anything to stop the new ISIS group that popped up. And uh, we have counted uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of deaths of Christians over there with no recourse. Uh, And so this is the kind of thing that's going on that must be stopped. And this is why pressure from the U.N., and and that's the issue here, Tower. The U.N. and even their equal rights groups that uh, everybody talks about, most of these, you know, there's a lot of Muslim nations that are on there. And these are people that don't even protect their own rights of their citizens that are are Christians. I mean, uh, Islam you know, is is not one of those uh, fair societies. And oh. uh, the, U, the UN has been terribly mismanaged as far as getting any results from any of these. As a matter of fact, they play up to all these nations. Nigeria needs to get things done. They need to make some changes. India needs to make changes because we report all the time of illegal stuff. Pakistan's another one. We could go on. Burkina Faso. Then there's China. We know what's going on in China. Uh, North Korea is the same way. I mean, the bottom line of it is, is that there's going to be a lot of hell to pay on Judgment Day. Oh, man. So you better make sure that there's a God in heaven that knows every wrong that you're doing. And unless you repent, you're going to face him. And what we see going on and politically, this is a God over all agencies, and he'll hold every president of every nation, every legal representative of that nation, every governing body of that nation, every court of Sharia law, every judge, every Muslim, every Muslim who's kidnapped, every Muslim who has cold blood, uh, you know, they kill someone in cold blood, yes. I'm telling you, there's there's a recompense coming. But a lot of these Christians do one thing. They want to bring the gospel and save those who do not know. And we have seen the enemies of Christ, Muslims, Hindus, and others, coming to the Lord in, in these hard-to-work places. We've seen miracles and signs and wonders, but we've seen a lot of physical abuse and and persecution on those who are bringing the gospel so understand you're sitting here in america or the west well you know one of the other christianized western nations you need to count yourself blessed and you need to stand up to your responsibilities it's time for you to stand up so at any rate we're gonna we're gonna talk about golden now go ahead tower Okay, this is uh, Jerry Golden, The Golden Report. You can find him at thegoldenreport.net. And it's um, coronavirus is killing older people. I've noticed that the large majority of conservatives in America and around the world are older people. The moral values of Jews and Christians are being upheld mostly by older people and the liberals have declared a total war on Jewish and Christian values. In fact, they have declared a war on Jews and Christians. Sounds a lot like a verse out of the Muslim Quran where it says, look, there is a Jew behind that tree. Come and kill him. 
We know there is a global growing satanic hatred towards Jews and Christians. With prayer being removed from your schools, crosses being torn down around the nation, and the name Jesus and God being removed from educational study books in our schools and with Jews and Christians being murdered in their places by worship of, of worship by Islamic terrorists. As for the Muslim takeover of uh, the European cities, Jews and Christians that haven't left are living in fear. May God grant us the guidance and ability to rescue many. The ones being hunted and killed in their place of worship are the older folks who still have their faith firmly planted in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. In Italy and other countries, they have openly declared that because of the shortage of respirators, anyone over 60 will not be supplied one. They will simply be left to die. Here in Israel, we are in complete lockdown with the exception of travel to get food and medical supplies. The IDF and police are enforcing martial law like most of the world. Our city streets are deserted and most of the country is unemployed and and will be for a few weeks causing untold economic damage to the country. We also know Iran is caught between a rock and a hard place. The U.S. sanctions are causing riots in the streets and now even high-ranking government officials are dying of the coronavirus. Their proxies like Hezbollah in Lebanon and Syria, along with Hamas in Gaza, are getting weaker by the day. Keeping in mind, these are, religious, these are religiously insane people who want to die for Allah. Not a good combination for Israel and the U.S. to be faced with. Willing to commit suicide to kill Jews. They now find themselves with few options but to sit there and continue to allow the virus to finish them off or launch a full-blown attack on two fronts at a time when they know the majority of Israelis are locked down in their homes. I am not saying that it will happen or when it will happen. I understand Iran is facing a real pandemic with thousands dying and millions homesick so they may not have the stomach for more carnage. In the meantime, China and Russia, along with North Korea and Iran, have had all they can take from the U.S. without at least putting up a decent fight, and that fight would be to come together for a full-blown attack on the U.S. and Israel. For Israel, the, uh, the great military threat is Iran and Hezbollah, but for the U.S., it's China and Russia, and they are fed up. And biblical prophecy is not a new thing. It was also from the beginning of time, and the devil had, has known from the beginning his final days draw nigh, and he has been planning his last fight against the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He knew it would take a fanatical religion called Islam to prepare a people that would want to kill all the Jews and Christians on earth. But God gave us scriptures warning us of the coming in time as we read in Luke chapter 12, verses 10 through 12. Then said he unto them, Nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and great earthquakes shall be in divers places, and famines and pestilences, and fearful sights, and great signs shall there be from heaven. Before all, but before all these they shall lay hands on you, and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and into prisons, 
being brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. I have tried to understand how the Democratic Party could have so suddenly become anti-God and in support of all and all evils meant to destroy the United States, in support of any and all evils meant to destroy the United States as we have known her. There isn't a clear explanation in rational thinking, and it can only be explained as being spiritual, and I might add, evilly spiritual. And those who had a a gift of discernment know something really big is about to happen on this planet, and we're not going to like it. The coronavirus, as bad as it is, and going to get, it is another smoke smoke screen while the enemies of God, Israel, Europe, and the free world plan their evil takeover and destruction of both Israel and the U.S. We all must take this coronavirus seriously. If you're in the elder age group like Connie and I, then be even more cautious. And if you haven't been a prepper, maybe now you can see it is a good idea and you will start to plan to have some chance of survival for your loved ones. We know there are some really rough and terrible days ahead. Each of us have a personal fight with the devil for he wants our souls. It's the flesh against the spirit, and while we are struggling to survive in the flesh, the most important part is often neglected, the souls. That's from Jerry Golden. And Jerry does have a ministry, and his ministry, he has boats, and uh, they are bringing uh, Jews out of Europe to Israel. And he also uh, does writing on his website. This is one of the letters that we do. So you can go to uh, Jerry Golden's website, thegoldenreport.net, and you can get his reports. You can support him. You can find out about his ministry or whatever you want to do. But it's thegoldenreport.net. And, you know, Tower CBN... uh, I had a story, I mean, this was um, earlier um, this week, and Uh they talked about El Al, the National Air Carrier for Israel, Uh canceled, uh, canceled, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) all of its regular flights due to the COVID. But see, besides that, it also does bring um, people back. And uh, if Israels are stranded, Israelis are stranded around the world, El Al will go get them. In one one rescue alone, El Al brought a thousand Israelis back from Lima, Peru. Wow. And the pilot said it was the longest flight I ever had, 43 hours without leaving the plane. I don't think any country would do such a rescue mission to bring back its citizens. It's very overwhelming, the whole situation. I'm so glad to be part of this company, part of this country, and part of the Jewish people. And am Israeli, am Israel Chai, the people of Israel live. It is not only a slogan, it's a reality. And we support Israel. Mm-hmm. We support their right to exist. And there mm-hmm. is no doubt they must be one of the 
when we talk about people groups being hated, the Jews have been hated for a long time. And uh, so, you know, this is the thing when you look around you and you begin to think about, you know, all this stuff that is going on. You know, it's just absolutely amazing when you see everything happening the way it is. And, you know, he talked about uh, Russia and China. We've talked about Russia and China years ago. So a lot of our new listeners would never know uh, that we were covering a lot of that years and years and years ago. But, uh, you know, it's just... uh, one of those things, Russia and China, neither one, uh, are friends of America. No, nope. but, uh, they never at have any been. rate. Yeah. And I've, I've been saying this for years that, you know, if you look at the Ezekiel 38, you know, or even just an attack. And if you don't want to classify it as Ezekiel 38, whenever they go to destroy Israel, put it this way, whenever they do do that, there's going to be one other nation on the radar, and that will be America, because we've always stood beside her, and they don't want to have to deal with Israel and us, too. That's right. So so the first thing they're going to want to do is to destroy America from within and infiltrate America from within and destroy it from within. And right now, we're a house divided, and a house divided against itself will not stand. And so there's a lot of issues here in America. There's a lot of issues in the world. And it's time for you, wherever you are, to make a stand for the Lord Jesus Christ if you're a believer. If you're not a believer, you should be a believer. And you should be be a believer now. Amen. Because there's no reason for you to perish. That's exactly right. He has made a way. He's made a way. Seek him today. And I recommend you, whoever you are, read John 1, John 3, John 10 through 18, 1 John, all of the book. And then you can go to the rest of the book. But this will help explain it. Also, you can read... uh, Romans 3 through 7 and also if you're Hebrew and you or even if you're a, a Gentile and you want to know more about how this works the book of Hebrews gives us good insight into that that's another book that's good to read and if you're a young Christian wanting to know and wanting to be encouraged, both Ephesians and Colossians are real good epistles to help you understand and actually be encouraged. Some of those uh, writings of Paul are like poetry. They're amazing. have some of the most descriptive phrases concerning our experience in Christ that's ever been written. So with that, you know, Tower, we we have our own thing here in America going on. But, uh, you know, I personally, I'm not worried about the apocalypse. I, I don't think we're even close to it. But see, yeah. Jerry, Jerry has, has said this before. I have 
corresponded with him by email. But uh, basically, he does his thing. I do my thing. I, uh, you know, but I respect him. And uh, it is going to happen someday. But uh, it could be sooner rather than later. And meanwhile, a lot of the church, a lot of the Christians in the churches in America, they expect to go in the rapture, dear. (laughs) I know. Well, I hope it works out for them. I don't think it will happen. Well, a a pre-trib rapture is not going to occur. The Lord's coming back to get us. That's for certain. But uh, I don't worry about it either way. You know, and like I've said before, hey, he wants to come early. It's fine with me. I'm ready to go. But it's up to him. I don't pay it no mind. I don't even get, get into it. So I don't. So at any rate, yeah. So at any rate, we've got a couple of minutes. Go ahead. Well, in these days ahead, the president of the United States, the next three said the next two weeks are going to be very critical. And uh, so we need to be praying and fasting. I want to encourage our brethren out there to pray and fast and do what you can to help other people. And, and take care of yourselves as well because if something happens to you you're not going to be able to help other people and so I, I encourage you to take care of yourself be safe practice social distancing yeah I was going to say keep your distance while you're helping them <laughs> yeah that's right And um, drop, drop the food on the porch you know and yell <laughs> at them the door. <laughs> no yeah, you can't knock on the door either someone delivered some stuff to us today and we were looking all over for the receipt. He didn't even come near the door. He just put His it in del- the gate. <laughs> so he was more well, than six foot away. Yeah, he was. Well, anyway, I want to encourage you to look to the Lord. Do not fear. God has got it covered. He is not caught off guard by this. He's in control, and he will take care of you and your loved ones, no matter what. Trust in him. He loves you, and and we love you, too, and we pray for you. May God richly bless you and keep you. Well, folks, don't forget to go by warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And uh, we'll see you you tomorrow. You can also leave us uh, in the comment page on warren-usa.com. You can leave a message for us if you need prayer or need help. You can get a hold of us through the contact page. And be safe, everybody. We love you, and God be with you. Good night, everybody. Got to go. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.